It took every ounce of my being to find purpose after losing my husband to cancer in 2020. I've put in a ton of work and I am now ready to share my personal ups and downs, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I am real, honest, raw, and even vulnerable. My hope is to inspire others to know there is so much life to live after such despair and to let you know you're not alone. Your personal experiences don't have to mirror mine, and as a matter of fact, they won't. Everyone's journey is different, and that's okay. My podcast is called Whole New Life, and my name is Stacy. Welcome to episode number nine called Being Alone and Being Lonely. What to expect? I'll explain what the difference is between these two phrases for me after losing John and how I manage these feelings. All right, you guys, let's get started. When I pick the titles and the subject matter for my podcasts, I'm into using the correct words that make sense and that people can connect with. And it's not like I'm using big words by any stretch, but I want to know that the meaning behind the word I'm using makes sense in my storyline. So once again, I went to Wikipedia. What would we do without Google? My goodness. I'll talk about alone and what that means to me. So the definition, according to Wikipedia, is having no one else present on one's own. For 30 years of my adult life, I had that one person. I had that one person that I could share my day and my life. I could share the good, the bad, and the ugly. I could share everything. We had our own individual hobbies, our own individual friends. We did our own thing often. We both traveled alone for work. We traveled alone, or at least separately, with our friends. But at the end of every day, or at least every trip, we had each other. We would always check in, see how our day was, and it just felt so nice to share that with somebody. And sometimes it was just a check-in to say, yep, I'm doing good. How are you? I love you. Good night. And never once, no matter how far away we were from each other, did I feel alone. And now here I am, alone, literally. There's no one present. I'm on my own. In 2021, it was heartbreaking. It was unfamiliar. And I remember feeling so sad and heartbroken that I couldn't just pick up the phone and call John or text John. I missed hearing his voice. I missed him telling me that he loves me. And not for one moment in 30 years, like I said, did I ever feel alone. So in this unfamiliar territory and feeling again in 2021, as I look back, I know that's also another reason why I spent so much time with people. I didn't know how to be alone, which if you know me, it's kind of funny and ironic because I actually like my independency. I like doing things by myself and I'm not scared to do them. But it was kind of this feeling like, why bother? I have nobody to share the excitement of that moment, that activity, that whatever I was going to do, it just sort of seemed like a waste of time and a waste of energy. And again, that constant reminder that just says, yep, you're alone. In 2022, when I started to dabble and set some goals, I also added, which right now when I think about it, it just seems so simple, but it's truly the reality of trying to figure out this next chapter and navigate each feeling, each emotion. But I set a goal to figure out how to be alone. 
I started small and embraced the kind of Monday through Thursday during the day, staying busy with the writing the memoir class that I was taking and doing some actual writing. I would sign up for some volunteering and all of that was fine for me. But where my challenge was sharing that day with somebody, I had that for 30 years and that's the part that I missed. But I had to figure out a way to embrace and not only embrace it, but to enjoy it. And because I just realized by actually talking right now, obviously I like to share my day and my life. I'm doing it right now in a podcast, in a book. And I also love, love, love when people share their stories with me or their day. So it's not like this selfish act, but there's definitely something to be said about sharing those moments with somebody. So I learned in 2022, or at least I tried to write it down instead of, I mean, I did still periodically text girlfriends, don't get me wrong, or family, but I started to just write it down and share it with myself. And I look back at these journal entries and I compare them to what I wrote in 2021. And I also remember this conscious effort of trying to say, all right, I'm going to write something positive. Almost every journal entry in 2021 was sad and filled with very raw emotions. And now when I look back at those journal entries, wow, what a difference. And I'm glad I captured those moments, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that helped me to slowly be okay being alone. And as I entered into 2023, I really looked at it from even a different perspective. And as I've mentioned before, I'm embracing this independency. I get to do things my way. I get to make my own decisions. And although that's scary, that's the reality of my life. So I'm taking on this challenge. And rather than sulk that I am alone, I'm going to embrace my independency. Now I'm going to talk about being lonely. It's different than being alone. Here's the Wikipedia definition for lonely. Sad because one has no company without companion. Here's what being lonely feels like for me. I could be in a room with a hundred people, but at the same time, I'm lonely. I'm sad. It may not show on my face, or maybe it does. It's gotten better the last two and a half years, but it's still a thing. And here's why. I constantly see couples and their inside jokes, their laughter, their looks, all of it. I can see it from across the room. I can see it close up. And don't get me wrong, I love the fact that people are in love and enjoying their life and enjoying each other. But it's that what I would describe as kind of like a punch in the gut or your heart just aching for a moment and feeling so lonely, feeling jealous, envious. And I hate feeling that way, but it's truly the reality. I don't do it as often, but I will tell you I still do. But when I leave a party, whether there's 10 people there or 100 people there, sometimes I just cry all the way home. It's just that reminder of what I lost, what I don't have, and it just takes my breath away. Sometimes I would share that moment with girlfriends when I got home or the next day, but I promised you guys honesty. The truth is, it still hurts. It's still a thing. But like every challenge that I've been faced with since losing John, I have to figure this out. I can't constantly be with people and then leave sad. 
leave feeling lonely. So this is why when I talked about distractions are literally survival, that is the literal truth. The only way for me to not feel lonely is to stay busy, continue with projects, keep moving, and I found ways to look forward to the future, my future. When my mind stays busy and I get excited about things that I plan for myself or goals that I set, you know what? There's no time to feel lonely. Being alone and being lonely, it's the reality. But like with everything else, I'm learning how to manage my feelings, still learning as I go and growing from each moment. Sharing my day with a handful of friends or family, and now I guess with you guys, that's helped not feel so alone and lonely. I get excited about things that I've accomplished so far, and I find ways to celebrate. I found new routines in my new home, and I continue to fill my calendar with positive people and positive activities. Being alone means on one's own, and I'm going to embrace the hell out of that. And being lonely means being sad because you are alone. And although that'll still happen periodically, I refuse for that emotion to take over my day or my life. Thank you for letting me not feel so alone and lonely. Thank you for listening. I hope you go live your best life today, this week, and always. I would love your feedback. My contact information is on my website, stacyryanauthor.com. I'm also writing a book series about my life experiences. I am an Ironman, a young cancer survivor and widow, and now an author ready to share my story to help others. All my podcast and book updates are posted on my website. Peace, love, and happiness, my friends.